Hey Grow Girls, you are listening to the Get Up and Grow Girl podcast, hosted by me, your spiritual life and business coach, Leela Jasmine Sule. I'm also a recovering hustle hard, turn my back on my feminine energy, disconnect from the divine, my productivity equals my worth kind of girl. So now it's my mission to help you ditch that disconnected lifestyle and instead align and prosper so you can experience soulful, aligned, feel-good success. You don't need no magic lamp because you are your own genie capable of manifesting your own vision. So this podcast will guide you on your journey to finding your light, stepping into your power and manifesting your dream life and business. So let's jump in. We are live on Instagram, on the podcast, doing all the things. And I'm coming on to share a really in-depth episode with you because I'm going to break down how to become an energetic match to the relationship that you desire. And this is literally the framework that I used to consciously manifest my relationship. It was no accident. If you've listened to my podcast for a while, if you've been engaging on social media, watching my content, you will probably already know the story of what led up to this. But if I summarize and say that I had experienced so much craziness in my relationships, so much drama, so many different kinds of toxic relationships and dating scenarios that I literally was left on my knees like universe you have my attention and I decided well firstly I recognized that there was something going on this was not a coincidence I did already believe that we experience life from the inside out the inner world reflects out but Sometimes it's easy to not see that with certain things and certain areas of life that are hard. Like when you're experiencing shit in relationships, it's very difficult to actually, you know, take any responsibility for that, especially when you go through things that aren't nice to go through and you shouldn't have to go through. But after so much drama, I finally was like, universe, you have my attention. Something's going on here. And that's when I turned the mirror inwards. And that's when I decided if I can manifest all these other things, because I was already teaching manifestation and I was already manifesting other goals, more to do with business, more to do with career, that kind of thing. Why do I not apply this to my dating life? And so at the end of 2020, there's even the video on my feed right now. I made my manifestation jar and made a jar of all the things I wanted to manifest in a divine partner and then about six months later is when I met Kes and I remember like chatting to my friends and being like oh my god he is the jar come to life like this is trippy this is crazy and so now what I want to do is come on and share this framework so I consciously went through this framework because again it was a conscious thing that I was manifesting into my life yet some of it was more intentional and other parts I didn't really know what I was doing I didn't really think right now I'm on step two now I'm on step three 
I was just going through this process based on what I understood of manifestation and applying it to relationships. But now, obviously, over a year later, nearly two years later, I have obviously molded it into a framework. I can see really clearly what I did when and what worked and what led to these big shifts and what ultimately led me to become an energetic match for the relationship that I desire desired. And the reason I say energetic match is because we attract what we align to. We attract things of a like vibration. We attract likeness. And so it's not just about drawing that relationship in, but also keeping that relationship. So even now I will constantly work on being in an energetic match to the relationship I desire. Even though I'm in that relationship, I'm working on still being the person who fits and and matches to and allows and is open to and will and is willing to receive a relationship like I want because of course if not then if I didn't do that then perhaps I will be acting in a way that isn't aligned Uh, perhaps we would drive each other away these kind of things right so it's not really that crazy of a concept being an energetic match is basically like being in the being the person who is a match for that thing. So yes, when I say the word energy, it can sound very spiritual. But your energy creates, you know, your feelings. So energy is what our emotions are made of. Energy in motion, emotion, right? Then from the emotions, you, you create feelings because you attach meaning to those emotions emotions are just energy in motion it's just an energy at a certain frequency then our feelings is how we create meaning from those and then those feelings create thoughts create actions behaviors and it becomes who we are and how we live just to demystify that a little bit so in this episode I'm going to break down the framework that I went through to manifest this relationship and it's also the framework which I now am teaching inside the goddess inner circle so modules are being all recorded behind the scenes to teach you this and we are starting officially on Monday that is when you will get the drop of the first pre-work if you're not already in jump into the goddess inner circle this is the place to be if you want to heal your feminine energy become magnetic to your desires and specifically manifest a relationship become an energetic match for the relationship that you do want whether you want it right now whether you want it in the future or whether you're in a relationship now but you want to deepen it to deepen the intimacy the connection and to change the dynamics between you to to serve you better so the link for that is in my bio but for now let's get straight into this framework so number one the first step to becoming an energetic match to the relationship that you desire is to love yourself the way that you want to be loved. I know that can sound so cheesy, but it's true. If you want to be loved a certain way, that by someone else, what we miss is that that starts with you. Your relationship with yourself determines all other relationships in your life and yet so many of us are looking for a relationship to patch up and to band-aid 
the issues that we have with our relationship for ourselves. So we don't feel good enough. We want a partner to make us feel good enough. We don't feel beautiful or sexy or pretty. And so we want our partner, a partner who makes us feel that way. We think that if we have that partner, then we'll feel that way. We don't feel smart, successful, capable. So we want a partner to make us feel like that. None of this stuff can be solved by someone else on the outside. We can only make ourselves feel those things. And so if you want to be loved in a way where you are really respected and you are treated nicely and you're loved and adored and, you know, made to feel like the queen that you are, are you loving yourself that way? Because if you're shaming yourself, talking down to yourself, pointing out your flaws all the time, only seeing your downfalls rather than celebrating your successes, you're vibrationally in a frequency of that, of the shame, of putting yourself down, of not celebrating yourself. You're in that low vibrational frequency. And so you're an energetic match to more of that treatment. And so you'll attract in people who are also at that frequency and just remember that anything anyone says to you is projection so if people are talking to you in that way shaming you putting you down if you're with partners who are doing that to you which I hope you're not but if you are and I have been there and it's okay you can shift it you can change it if you are with partners who are treating you that way putting you down calling out all your flaws only seeing the bad things I say in air quotes then that is a reflection of what they feel about themselves. They're projecting their shit onto you, basically. And so it's not personal. But if you're also at that frequency and you've got all this inner shame about parts of yourself, you're not at peace with parts of yourself, you um, just see all your flaws, you've not learned yet to see the beauty in you, you're stuck in that scarcity mindset where you always feel not enough, then it's likely you're going to attract people into your life who are also like that because you attract likeness. So one, by doing that to yourself, you're attracting likeness. But two, interesting point here, is that if the way we are, the way other people are to you is just projection, then also the way you are to other people is also projection. And so if you want to have a, a lovely, loving, supportive relationship, you're going to project out whatever is inside. So if there's a lot of shame inside, you're not at peace with yourself, you don't love and appreciate yourself, instead you feel shame, you feel not enough, you are going to unconsciously project that out onto others into your life. And who is the person that normally gets the most of this? It's your most intimate relationship, which is your partner, your romantic partner. So to become an energetic match for the relationship you want is not just about drawing in someone who would treat you how you want to be treated. That is a huge and very important part. But it's also about being the person who will treat that partner 
in a certain way. Because again, if you want to be appreciated, loved and respected, you need to be someone who's able and willing and able to love, appreciate and respect your partner or someone coming into your life. So when you hold shame, you haven't worked on your relationship with yourself, you haven't built that strong foundation of love, appreciation, respect, whatever it is that you want in a partner with yourself, you're not allowing it in, one, and two, you're likely going to project all of that onto your partner instead of all the traits that you want to not project but put out onto that person. So that is number one. And this is where shadow work is a huge thing because the shadow work is where you look at that darkness, if you like, the darkness inside you, and you become okay with it. You accept yourself and you feel at peace with all that who, all that you are. And then when you do that, that's building that strong foundation of love and respect for yourself, which means you don't need to project out all this dark stuff onto your partner you just project out all the love and appreciation that you feel for yourself onto them too. So you can provide that loving relationship for them. And you're also, you're also vibrating at a frequency which is higher. When you're vibrating at a frequency of love, respect, joy, you're up here. Whereas if you're vibrating a frequency of self-hatred or shame or guilt even, that's a big one, guilt at parts of yourself you're not, you've not accepted or forgiven, well then that's low frequency and you're going to attract likeness. Okay, so that is number one, and I think that's a big one that people miss, and that's why in the Goddess Inner Circle, we are doing this shadow work, this is the first step, this is the first module, because this is where it starts, people skip this, <laughs> and then try to jump ahead, and just go on to what do I want my partner to be like? What do I want my partner to be like? But when you haven't looked within, it's like you're trying to grow a plant without looking at the soil. If you have a relationship with yourself, which is full of shame, which is full of guilt, you haven't forgiven yourself for old things, you're not at peace with yourself, you're not really loving yourself, you just feel all this shame and, and guilt and not enough, not enoughness. It's like the soil is infested with bugs or poison. And if you just look at that soil and be like, yeah, it's fine. Let's just shove it in. I don't really want to deal with this. It's, it's messy. It's a bit uncomfortable to go in and to weed out all those bugs or whatever. So you just think, I'm going to skip that. And I'm just going to get these seeds and I'm going to plant them. I'm going to give it loads of water. It doesn't matter how much water you give that plant. The soil is infested, the plant is not going to grow. Okay? So, the soil is where it starts. We can't skip that step. The soil needs to be fertile for the relationship that you want to bloom. And although it might not sound sexy, this is actually some of the, the most beautiful stuff. And for me, this is what created one of the biggest shifts. So the rest of the steps that I'm about to walk you through were very important in manifesting this relationship. But when I'd even just felt a massive shift in my self-image, relationship with self, the way that I viewed myself, the way I felt about myself, 
it started to mirror in the outside world as it always will. And the relationships that I started to attract in, the people I was getting, you know, approach me or that I was dating or that I was involved in, even though I hadn't yet found the relationship that I wanted, were more aligned and were more reflective of what I wanted to attract healthier dynamics healthier relationships because I had that healthy dynamic with within myself okay let me just check that the podcast is still going all good yes okay (laughs) okay so number two the second step in this framework is getting clear on what we actually want in a partner so this is where you do flip flip it around and we do focus on the other person, the partner that we want to attract, because we've got that nice soil, um, which is the foundation of our relationship with ourselves. And now we're, p- we're picking out the seeds. So picking the seeds that you want to plant, to continue the analogy, because I'm loving it, is like getting clear on the person that you want to attract in. You go to the shop, you choose the seeds. Do I want to grow roses? Do I want to grow sunflowers? What do I want to grow? Who do you want to attract? You've got to be really, really clear on that. And you might think, well, that's really obvious. Of course, I'm going to be clear on that. But what so often happens is the things that we get clear on are surface level. And we need to go that level deeper into the true essence of the person. And this is where it comes down to energy. Not the external things that you want to attract, but the energy behind them, because we attract from the energy, the frequency. So we need to know the frequency of what we want to attract. So when you say, I want someone with a good job and money, nothing wrong with that whatsoever. Not here to shame on that. That was something that was important to me. I wanted someone who was financially stable and who had certain ambitions because I wanted that to match mine. But saying those things is not getting clear on the actual frequency of what you want to manifest. So we need to go these layers deeper. And again, a whole module on this inside the the goddess in a circle, (laughs) the gonna, the goddess in a circle, where I'll walk you through this. So if you think you want someone with a good job and money, what you actually desire, maybe this is just an example, to feel safe and supported. Those are the emotions, that's the frequency. Maybe it's freedom, free to live how you want without the constraints of, you know, financial worry. Okay, so step two, getting really clear on what you actually want, going to the greenhouse and picking out the seeds of the exact plant that you desire. Otherwise, it's not going to grow. You can't pick out roses and then you know, be sad when you get roses because you actually wanted sunflowers. You need to specify that when you pick the seeds. My smug little face (laughs) is so proud of this analogy. Okay, so step three of this framework is then building off of this. And that's why they have to be done in order because otherwise you miss a step and then you, you, you can't do this next step properly or fully. Is to embody those things that you wanted so you said you wanted someone who makes you feel safe and supported how can you embody that 
For example, I used to say, and I used to affirm this every single day when I was manifesting it, my divine partner makes me feel safe, makes me feel seen, makes me feel heard. So then I had to think, okay, how do I embody this? If I want to be seen, I want to be heard, and I want to feel safe because of these things, then am I allowing myself to be seen and heard? Am I an energetic match for being seen and heard? Because if you're hiding, you're not an energetic match to be seen or heard. You're an energetic match to be dismissed, to be overlooked because you're hiding, right? The the two do not um, correspond. So this is where some of that more self-work ties in, in that as you go through this process, you're always going to deepen your relationship more and more. Step one is where we build the foundation, but you're always nurturing that soil. And so I, I had to ask myself in the relationships or the dating scenario situationships that I was in on the way to finding what I have now with Kes, I often did not feel seen. I did not feel heard. I did not feel safe. And I realized, why do I feel like nobody ever is is hearing me? They're not seeing me. They're not hearing me. And it came down to a couple of things. One, if I want to be heard, then I have to express myself. I can't play cool girl. Like if I'm playing, you know, the cool girl, putting on this persona, I'm not really showing my true self, just kind of being this like easy breezy, basic level I don't mean basic as in basic bitch but it could apply I just mean like this very surface level version of myself then no wonder I'm not feeling seen and I'm feeling dissatisfied I basically felt like no one really sees the real me that I'm dating I want them to like me for the real me not just for like how I dress or external things I realized that I need to put cool girl to to the side and be okay with expressing my full self because only when I express my full self can I feel seen for that full self because how can they see it if I'm not expressing it so that was one thing I was like I can't be seen if I don't fully express myself then it was like well I can't be heard if again I'm scared to speak my truth and often I was when I was dating and it wasn't going well and I wasn't feeling these things and it was feeling toxic I was scared to voice my opinion in case I push push them away, in case I scare them off, in case they don't like the true me or they don't like what I say or I'm being too... For example, if I didn't like something, I wouldn't want to say it because I don't want to piss them off or be too difficult or something that might make them go away, right? But by not expressing myself, well, then I can't be heard. I'm saying that I desire a relationship where I'm heard yet I'm not an energetic match for it because I am not speaking my truth so that was another another example and lastly if I desire a relationship where I am heard and fully heard listened to then am I open to hearing my partner or the people I'm dating And I realized that when going into dating relationships, often I was so busy thinking about how I was coming across 
and if they like me. And basically kind of doing a presentation, like rocking up with my slide deck and showing these parts of myself, demonstrating the good sides of myself, that I wasn't actually there to take questions, if you like, to listen. If you go into a business meeting and you just do the presentation and someone's like, excuse me, excuse me, I just want to ask you about that first slide. And you just powered through, you're not paying attention, you're not looking at what they're audience is doing you're not interacting with the audience it's not very engaging (laughs) firstly but also if I wasn't able to listen then how am I a match for being heard it goes both ways right if I want to attract someone who will listen to me and can sit and be present and listen am I able to sit and be present and listen so I needed to work on that to become a match That was step three. And then we have step four, which is releasing. Basically, you could summarize it in just that word. I don't even need to um, mesh it out because it's so many different things that you're releasing. You're releasing paradigms, beliefs, narratives, all these things that come up and affect what you go on to attract all of that inner stuff is what you attract from it's the beliefs the stories the narratives and often when you have a vision of the relationship you want you you know you're going to enjoy thinking of that vision but then all this stuff is going to come up as to why it's not realistic or why you can't really have that And if you leave that stuff in the subconscious mind, that is going to drive you, right? We have this filter in the brain called the reticular activating system, and it filters our our reality based on our beliefs. So if you have a belief that, well, there are no good men out there, which is one I hear a lot, or but men aren't like that, women aren't like that, whoever it is that you want to attract people aren't like that, or nobody treats me like this, nobody gives me respect, no one listens to me, then your reticular activating system in the brain is going to filter things out that don't fit with that and filter things in that do fit with that. And it's going to filter your reality to match that up. So you're not going to see the people who would listen to you, for example, you're going to see the ones who don't. You're going to miss the opportunities to have what you want because your conscious mind is saying, I want this, but your subconscious mind is saying, this is how life is. And therefore, they're not not lining up and the subconscious mind is what controls the behavior. And it's what controls that filter because that's happening subconsciously. You're not consciously going, oh, I don't want... I want someone who listens, but no one does. So there's someone over there, but I'm going to ignore them. You're not doing that consciously. It's happening unconsciously. And that's why we've got to do this reprogramming work of the subconscious mind in order to manifest what we want. And that applies for anything that you're trying to manifest. And so for me, one of the big beliefs that I had to work through, and I still affirm it every single day, was this idea that when I was a child, I felt that no one listened to me. I felt my family members weren't listening to me. I didn't really speak up in school or in social groups 
And I felt like if I did, people wouldn't listen. Or when I did, people didn't listen. And so this went on into business, into relationships, into every area of my life. I felt that in business, I felt like no one's listening to me. And for a long time, I was stuck on Instagram at a certain level of followers, but an even lower level of engagement. I just felt no one listens to me. And so my reality backed that up. And then I've been working on shifting this belief for a while. And recently it's like quantum leaps in it, like built this whole new audience on TikTok, built this whole new audience in a mailing list because of some of my work on Google, one of my posts ranking on Google. Suddenly I'm being heard, I'm being seen, I'm being listened to. But as long as that belief was there and I wasn't working on it, wasn't shifting it, then it controlled my reality. And releasing is also about releasing energies. So much of what we experience is stored in the body. Trauma is stored in the body. The experiences we go through are stored as energy in the body. And so a big part of the releasing for me with for me and generally what is now part of my framework to manifest the relationship that you want, to become an energetic match to the relationship that you want, is to cut cords with old relationships, cut cords with old connections, partners, any kind of energetic attachment that you still have to those can weigh you down. And we don't realize how this happens. And it sounds so woo-woo, but there's actually a whole scientific explanation that we could deep dive into i'm going to save it for the inner goddess circle the goddess inner circle of how certain things that we go through get stored in the body and so you can do as much mindset work as you want but we also need to do the holistic work breath work releasing practices movement even to remove the energy from the body not just change what's going on in the brain but what's going on in the whole body where are we holding on to things that we need to let go of so that we can elevate and so that we don't hold on to that stuck energy that lower vibrational energy often that doesn't serve us anymore and then we have step five which is surrendering attachment and control And I know that when I say this one, there's probably going to be some sighs because I used to feel anyway that when people said, and then detach the outcome, it's like, oh my God, I was following, I was following, I was following. And then you say detach the outcome and I'm like, I'm lost. Like, how do you do that? But there are actually things that you can do. There are practices that you can do to not attach and not be so you know, I need, I need, I need. Because the reality is my relationship came through when I wanted it, but didn't need it. And I remember I I used to sit on this chair. This is why I'm so passionate about this work because this process of manifesting the relationship that I'm in now was so conscious. I can't express it enough. It was a literal thing that every day I would read out affirmations about attracting that partner. I would sit and journal through things every time I'd meet someone and have a situationship or relationship well not relationship or dating scenario and you know I would would learn from it I'd reflect on it I would 
journal through things that came up, things that I didn't like. It was so conscious. But I remember sitting on that chair where I do my conscious manifestation. I do my journaling. I do my breath work. I do my meditation. I do my affirmations. And writing about it and doing the affirmations of what I wanted and being like, huh, like, I want this, but almost do I want this? Like, almost like, I want this, but I'm so happy in my life right now. Like, I'm I'm so happy in myself. I'm so happy as a single person. I don't feel like I'm in lack. I no longer feel like I'm missing something because I did for a while when I've been in relationships for a long time and then I was single. I ended up being single for three years. I, for a lot of that time, felt like I'm in lack. I don't have the thing that I should have, which is a partner. And that is obviously an attaching energy. It's a needy energy. It's a scarcity energy, which is the opposite of abundance. So it it doesn't align. And when I got, I remember sitting on that chair and getting to that point where I was like journaling about it, but I no longer felt a need. It felt like, oh, this is nice. Like I know one day this is going to be really nice, but I don't know when that day is and I don't really care. Like it doesn't matter to me if it's tomorrow or in six months or in a year. I don't actually feel attached to it anymore. It was one, this sense of complete detachment. And two, a sense of complete belief that when I was doing that journaling and stuff, I just knew I know I'm going to meet that person. I know I'm going to have this healthy relationship. I just know I am. And to be honest, it was because I know I'm I'm a match for it. I was like, I, I really love myself. I think I'm worthy of it. I know I deserve a relationship like that. And maybe that might make you feel a bit like, hmm, let witness if that makes you feel anything any discomfort hearing that but I genuinely felt this pure belief and knowing that it's inevitable this goal is inevitable I deserve it I'm worthy of it I desire it yet I'm not I'm no longer attached to it either I'm no longer like this has to happen by this month by this day whereas with some other goals even now that I'm manifesting certain income goals those big, scary, like audacious business goals. Some of them, I'm, I'm still working through my framework, my manifestation framework. And some of them I recognize I'm attached. I'm still feeling attached. I'm still feeling like I need this to happen by this date. Like I need this to happen because then this, this, and this can happen. And we create all these, you know, attachments and all these narratives. And so that is a key step that you can't miss, but there is, there are ways to go about it. It isn't just surrender and then tumbleweeds while you're like, what the does that mean? Like, can you, can you expand? (laughs) Then, oh, I think, how would you tackle a scarcity mindset? Hmm. I have a whole course on this. We're obviously going to work through it as well. Um, especially in module one in the goddess in a circle but I would say it comes from just shifting small things initially it's like what things are coming up where you're being scarcity minded like if you could give me an example that'd be really helpful but like for example I know like I'm that annoying friend now because I, I just have to be who when people say something scarcity minded I'll always point it out and be like that's not true correct correct the phrase 
Like, I remember my boyfriend once saying, like, he was kind of joking, but being like, yeah, well, that's where poor people shop. Like, I'm poor or something. And I was like, stop. Like, I was like, you're not poor. And he was like, what? Like, it's not, it's just a joke. And I was like, don't speak that into existence. Like, where do you see yourself in lack? Where, I would probably start there with a journal prompt. Where do I feel in lack? Because scarcity just means lack. It means you're not enough. You don't have enough money, resources, love, beauty, success, whatever it can be, anything. It's about firstly getting down to where are you in, where do you feel in lack within yourself is usually where it starts. For example, with a career or relationship, I have a, ah, okay, thank you. This is so helpful. Thank you for clarifying. I have a habit of thinking there's a limit of good things or like I can't attain those things. Okay, so yes, this is probably conditioning. Um, So much of this is conditioning. We've all been conditioned because when we're a child, we're a walking subconscious mind. And so we're just inheriting beliefs, stories, ideas about how the world is from those around us, especially our parents. Um, So with feeling this way it's about reprogramming that subconscious mind and so there's a number of ways to do this is through journaling of course affirmations releasing through energy work breath work all that kind of stuff is how you actually release the stored energy behind it getting to the root so finding the root there's a a journaling framework that I teach for getting to the root and I I think what you're talking about I would put it under reframing limiting releasing and reframing limiting beliefs and there's a framework to blast through them it's it's about recognizing the belief getting down to the root doing um energetic work to release it reframing it and then we need to embed the new belief into the subconscious mind and we also need to actively consciously start to live in line with this new belief. So for example, um, let's say a relationship, since this one, this episode is about relationships, let's say that you have a, a, a habit of feeling like there just aren't enough relationships. It's like, where have you heard this? Who, Whose belief is that? Like, is it something that you just came up with? Is it something that someone told you? Or is it something that you inferred from something that you went through like maybe you've been on dating apps you've been on loads of dates but they're all rubbish (laughs) and so you conclude that there's a lack of good people out there for example it's about getting down to this and then asking yourself is this really the truth because our subconscious mind likes to generalize and, and again there's this filter that it will take the fact that you know that happened and be like, that's the general rule. So there are no good people. And it's about going into the subconscious mind and reprogramming it and being like, is that actually true? Find evidence and give your mind evidence that it's not true. For example, can you find an example that there are still people out there that are good? Do you know anyone who's single and a good person? <laughs> Even if it's a freaking cousin or something like that, doesn't doesn't matter. Obviously, you're not going to date them. But just to prove to your subconscious mind that that's not true. And then again, like, 
if I was going to embed this new belief that I would probably come up with an affirmation like there are limitless what's the word I'm looking for it's like when people say about eligible there are limitless eligible bachelors out there who are a perfect match to what I desire and I would just start affirming that it's a it's it's a process to reprogram the subconscious mind and there are multiple steps to do it and I kind of just given you a little sprinkle um there but it's about finding evidence to disprove the lie if you like because what we tell ourselves is just you can call it a lie take away its power take away the idea that it's true and embed something that does serve instead and when you embed a new belief what you're doing is you're telling that reticular activating system in the brain this oh god sorry if you're on the podcast I keep banging into the mic it's gonna make loud noises um but you're telling the the reticular activating system in the brain this is my new reality this is my new belief and then as it embeds your filter is going to filter in things that do support this rather than things that you know disprove that it's always going to back up the beliefs that you give it so the final step in this framework is having that open aura, developing that open aura. So now that you've gone through this manifestation process, the final part is the getting of the goal, the drawing it in. And so you need to have that open aura. And this is why it's to do with healing the feminine energy. And I talk so much about the feminine energy, especially for everything. Your feminine energy is your magnetism for a business goal, a career goal, whatever it is. Your feminine energy has magnetism to draw things in which is a concept that sometimes takes a little bit of time to get the head around but especially of course in relationships if you're seeking a divine masculine partner as someone in divine feminine energy then that open aura is how you draw them in if you want someone in divine masculine energy I'm imagining you want to be pursued rather than have to do the pursuing that's something that I wanted and so it's about having then that open aura. If I'm not going to go out and chase it, and I don't, want, I didn't want to, and I didn't, I did, didn't have any dating apps for about a year or more, more before I met Kess. Because I was like, I don't, that just doesn't align for me. I don't want to do that. I wanted to be open, but I didn't want to go out and have to find, if that makes sense. So I developed an open aura instead and that's the funniest thing with our relationship is that he was across the road the whole time and he actually used to wave at me come out and wave at me almost every day and I would wave back but I literally didn't see him like he always says like I was invisible to you and I I, like it's a little bit of a like it's a joke but you know when there's like truth behind it and it's a bit of an awkward one because I didn't see him and like once I saw him he is so my type like he is so someone who I think is incredibly handsome and so it's nothing to do with that I just didn't see him I wasn't open to it I was so wrapped up to be honest for the two years before that we we would wave at each other in all my toxic relationships and the drama that I was stuck in that I was always just like walking down the street thinking like about that and not and like waving because someone waved at me but not being open it's an interesting concept, but but now when I walk down the street, people randomly just start talking to me and be like, 
you seem really like you're just head like up and open I just thought we would chat and it's not like in that way it can be women men families whatever it's an open aura where I'm not somewhere else I'm open I'm not and it's also energetic as again so this is why I love the holistic practices is that I'm releasing all that old stuff that was weighing me down the old traumas I came out and shared some of my trauma with loved ones I also shared it publicly because it was relevant to the work that I do and for years I think the trauma that I'd been through was of a sexual nature I'd been through multiple instances but I think the the closest one was like seven years before I ever came out and actually openly spoke about it I was holding all of that shame pain trauma inside the body and it was dimming me dimming my magnetism and my energetic field and actually people you say to me a lot like oh you look you always look like moody but actually you're a nice person <laughs> and I'd be like yeah have resting bitch face um but but really now I see that was energy it was all the stuff I was holding on to and it's not these these things aren't our fault like I just said you know being going through something like that is not was not my fault it's not any of your fault if anyone has been through anything similar or just whatever you've been through it's rarely 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 your fault what you go through but it is only you who can change it and who can shift it and break the old patterns so when you do that that work to become open mentally but also energetically I know a lot of the time I have friends who have at points been like men are trash everyone treats me badly like they're only gonna hurt me I understand why you would feel that way because I've been there and I've experienced so much relationship crap that I did feel like that too once upon a time but that is not gonna allow you to be open right if you're walking down the street and someone comes up to talk to you you're probably gonna dismiss them right because your beliefs back up that this person's probably gonna hurt me whether or not you're interested in them in that way or not your beliefs are people hurt me And so the open aura comes from all this inner work that we do, but also the energetic work to release things that are stored that are unconscious. Elevate your vibration effectively. Every time I do, I do some power breath work at the minute. Every time I do it, I'm left afterwards feeling like my whole body literally vibrates. It's it's insane. I'd never done this before, before this year. I'd not done this kind of breath work and I'm definitely integrating it in my London workshop if you want to come to that and in the goddess inner circle for everyone listening because it's so powerful I would feel literally like I'm vibrating (laughs) but then afterwards I would feel so light and I literally would feel lighter and then I always find that after I do one of these breathwork sessions things manifest like something that I was wanting would manifest and it's because I feel I cleared out old shit that was weighing me down and muddying up my magnet, if you like, the magnetic pole and my auric field. Okay, so that was the final step, step six. And oh no, one more thing, one more thing on that. So also in the open aura and the energetic field is also behavior. And that's why I love the, I love to do live coaching. Like, of course I love creating modules but I love to do live coaching um, inside, and I'm doing that inside the Goddess Inner Circle because 
we take all this inner stuff and then we we bring it into the outside world we get the manifestation through our behavior through our physical body is how we receive the manifestation and so when we talk about are you open filler relationships muddy up your your aura if you're just dating people someone who you know is not right for you you're not really into them you're waiting for somebody else to come along but you're holding on to that person well your aura is not open not fully open you might be like yeah yeah I'm like to use a love island term like my head could be turned but you're not fully open you're not clearing out space you've got to clear out the old to bring in the new the more space you clear the more you can receive imagine that I give you a voucher for you know go and spend whatever you want in Sephora if you've only if you come home and you've only got like one drawer and it's full of old makeup past its expiry date half empty bottles and that is the only space you have you can't keep you can't keep that you can't buy as much as you want you can buy maybe one or two things from Sephora but the rest of that gift card goes to waste because you don't have space but if you clear out that drawer then you can have you know more it's kind of like okay a better example that wasn't the best if I give you a a carrier bag and say put in all your makeup that you need to survive and you put it all in there and then you've put in loads of old stuff that's again out of date that you don't really love but you're just holding on to it because until something better comes along and then I say okay now go to Sephora and you can buy as much as you want on me you can fill up the bag and you're like shit why did I bring all this crap with me like I could have had more had I had more space law of sacrifice so that was my last point that I had jotted down on my notes I didn't want to forget but yes this is the six step framework to manifest your divine relationship by becoming an energetic match for it and this is the full framework that I walked myself through again some of it I didn't fully realize what I was doing or I wasn't as well versed I didn't fully I wasn't thinking right here's a six-step framework let me go through these steps at the time nearly 18 months two years ago but I did take these steps some consciously some playing around with just things that I I was learning and as you can see this framework really applies to many things there are some elements of this that I've tweaked and that I've made very specific to relationships and expanded on but really it's it's a framework for manifestation for becoming an energetic match to any desire and this framework is now what i have like tweaked evolved molded over the last year taught in things like yoni goddess energy and now that i've evolved it all i'm bringing it all together and i'm coaching you through this inside the goddess inner circle which i've mentioned way too many times but i am that proud of it and we start on monday So this is kind of like a hybrid. I've never really done something quite like this before. It's a membership, so you can stay as long as it serves. But you get each month a training module, and each month you'll get further down the framework. After six months, you'll have been walked through the full framework. But you get coaching as well, live coaching. Live coaching calls once a month, goddess circle calls, a Voxer chat where you can ask questions, and I will personally voice note you back. It's very, very high support. I wanted this sisterhood. I felt called to go deeper on this specific area of healing your feminine energy, 
becoming magnetic and manifesting your divine relationship. So the pre-work drops on Monday. You can join now from £44. Realistically, like I've said before, as I grow more with TikTok growing and my email is growing from the feminine energy stuff on, on Google and on TikTok, I probably won't be able to maintain the full level of live support in future rounds. The live calls and the Voxer chat, the Voxer chat for sure, wouldn't be sustainable with lots and lots of people in. So what I'd have to do is either increase the price of the goddess circle or take away the live element. So now is the time while it's new and fruitful and I'm able to do this and I have the energy to do this and the capacity is why I'm doing it this way. Thank you guys for watching. Thank you for your questions. I hope you guys enjoyed it if you're listening on the podcast. And I will see you in the next episode. If you have any questions for me, you can slide into my DMs at Leela Jasmine Sule on Instagram. You can check out The Goddess Inner Circle via the link in either the show notes or my bio. And I hope to see you inside. Have a great rest of Saturday, guys. Bye. So I hope you loved this episode. Thank you for listening and spending your time with me. And I really hope that it is empowering you and has empowered you to go for those goals and to know that you are so capable of manifesting all that you desire and all of that soulful success in your life, in your business, in your relationships, in any aspect that you desire it in. And if you did enjoy this episode, if you did find it helpful, if you did have some light bulb moments, please take a screenshot, post it to your Instagram stories and tag me at Leela Jasmine Sule. I would love to hear what you took away from the episode. I would love to hear how it helped you. But also it would be amazing if you could share the message and pass this on to more Grow Girls who would benefit from this. And if you share it on your Instagram stories, then of course all the Grow Girls in your community will also be able to listen and enjoy the goodness as well. Until next time, Grow Girls. Goodbye.